Thanks, sweetie. You make me happy to be a father. And thank you for tuning in to episode 129 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Happy Father's Day. My dad had 10 different Herb Alpert and Tijuana Brass records, several with duplicates. After this episode, we'll have featured half of them. I guess you could say he was crazy about TJB. He played them enough that I became crazy about TJB. So, get ready for one of the bands my dad and I shared a love of in Volume 129, Brass's Beat for Father's Day.
Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass with Monday Monday, written by John and Michelle Phillips of the Mamas and Papas. Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, what can I say? It's the Tijuana Brass, probably the most listened to albums in the collection, and the condition of each album proves it. The brass easily identifies as the kind of music most heard around the house on a regular basis, that easygoing, happy melody kind of music, because that was the way my dad was. He kind of made his own music. So dad, this episode is for you. Now, what's that they say about life? is a cabaret written by John Kander and Fred Ebb. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, The Beat of the Brass, on the A&M Records label number SP4146. It's a vinyl LP stereo album format, a Terra Haute press, and a gatefold cover. It was released in 1968. Its genre is jazz pop. Its style is easy listening Latin jazz. 
Also want to credit the photography done by Guy Webster and Jim McCrary. I wanted to credit them because there is a quite a bit of photography on this Gatefold album cover inside and out. The album was released as a companion to the April 22, 1968 CBS television special by the same title, and we'll explore that a little more in this episode's interesting side note. Now, there aren't many liner notes, so I will read them all. The beat of America is more than a musical experience. It finds its pulse and rhythms in the very life of the country. The crack of a bat against a baseball. The spinning wheels and pounding machinery of a modern factory. A swinging crowd in New Orleans at Mardi Gras. A saddle broke twisting desperately against his rider. A young girl walking. Add the shimmering lights of Times Square, State Street, and the Las Vegas Strip. The rhythmic churning of a Mississippi paddle wheel. And a man in love with a woman. All these form a small part of the American beat, and the American beat itself merely reflects the life of people from any and everywhere, the temple of life, as varied and moody, sad and capricious, driving and smooth as the tempo of Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Listen to the beat of people alive. Listen to the beat of the brass. And that was written by Tom Mankiewicz. Now, this is a gatefold album, and I want to describe some of the photos on the right side. It's a grid with individual photos of all the members of the TJB. There are also a couple of solo Herb Alpert pictures and one with him and his wife. There are a few with the group in random poses on a sandy beach on the bow of the riverboat Delta Queen and one of them in a larger rubber whitewater raft. That had to be an interesting one to take. One more that stands out is Herb playing to a giraffe. <laughs> the left side holds the liner notes, list of songs, and some copyright material. But mostly it's a photo of the brass on a float playing their way through a crowded street parade. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. $19.99 for the highest, $0.30 cents for the lowest for a 5.30 average and a 3.24 median. It was last sold on June 1st, 2023 for $2, and that was just a few days before I wrote the script for this episode. Now, my dad's album is in pretty poor shape. Lots of crackling. There are two major skips in two major songs on this album. They were both that kind of skip that only lets a couple seconds play, and then it repeats and repeats. No matter what I did to clean the area and reset weight and balance on the tone arm, it, it did no good. But you will hear both of those songs on this episode anyway. I'm going to cheat. The gatefold cover is also in poor condition, with plenty of wear and tear in the bottom seam, although not enough for my dad to use his black electrical tape, but the record does kind of still poke through the bottom. He's got his address label on the front, and of course the green magic marker streak on the back, so I'll value my dad's vinyl at a quarter. Next up, don't we all wish we could do this? Hippopotamus, we say why not us, and would. 
Lazarus, we'd say, of course, can't you? If we conferred with our furry friends, man to animal, think of the amazing repartee. If we could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt, squeak, squawk with the animals, and they could squeak and squawk and speak and talk to me. Not very brass-like, but hey, it was on the album, and it's always a fun song. Talk to the Animals, written by Leslie Brocuse. Now, this is the fifth time I've featured Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass on this show, and I've talked a lot about Herb himself, his music, his art, and his philanthropy. But let's learn a little about the brass. Initially, it was Herb Alpert's Tijuana Brass. Tijuana Brass referred to a sound, not a band. Herb played both trumpet parts, which you'll hear in episode 6 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Top L.A. session musicians recorded the other instruments, most notably the Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew was a loose collective of Los Angeles-based session musicians whose services were employed for a great number of studio recordings in the 1960s and 1970s, including hundreds of top 40 hits. The musicians were not publicly recognized in their era, but were viewed with reverence by industry insiders. They are now considered one of the most successful and prolific session recording units in music history. The first few brass albums received such acclaim that there was a demand for TV appearances and concert tours, so Herb Alpert formed an actual touring band in 1965, also mostly from studio musicians, and they became Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. The original Tijuana Brass band disbanded in 1969, although Herb later formed a group called Herb Alpert and the TJB that made a couple of albums in the mid-1970s. After his solo number one hit, Rise, in 1979, he pretty much stayed a solo act. Now, I saw that act at Blossom Music Center with my parents and one of my brothers in the mid-1980s. We had excellent seats. Alpert continued to record and perform under his own name, and many of his later recordings featured musicians who had been members of the Tijuana Brass. In recent years, there have been occasional reunions of the band, usually for special performances or events. However, the Tijuana Brass is not currently active as a regular touring or recording band. But Herb himself does still tour. So, who were the Brass by name? Well, Bob Edmondson, trombonist, was the only TJB member that took part in the original 1962 Lonely Bowl session. That was episode six. Nick Ciroli was drums. John Paisano on guitar. Pat Senator on bass. Tony Kalish on trumpet. Lou Pagini on piano. And Julius Wechter on marimba and vibes. Plus, I found other musicians' names associated with TJB. Trumpeter Joe Zawinul saxophonist Don Palameri, and drummer Michael Petrucciani. Okay, next up, the first number one hit for Herb and for Alpert and Jerry Moss's A&M Records, which they had started just six years previously in 1962, and for a famous music writing duo. You say 
this guy this guy's in love with you yes I'm in love who looks at you the way I do when you smile I can show you I'm glad I got to know you cause I've heard some talk they say you think I'm fine yes I'm in love and what I do to make you This Guy's in Love With You, with vocals by Herb Alpert, written by Burke Bacharach and Hal David. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with why you heard a world-famous trumpet player, not known for his singing, 
singing the song you just heard. Alpert's previous material on his label consisted of instrumental songs recorded with the Tijuana Brass. This was his first release on AM Records that contained vocals. He had released vocal recordings for another label, Dot Records, under the assumed name of Dor Alpert. Herb sang this to his first wife in a 1968 TV special called The Beat of the Brass. The sequence was taped on the beach in Malibu. The song was not intended to be released, but after it was used in the TV special, thousands of telephone calls to CBS asking about it convinced label owner Alpert to release it as a single two days after the show aired. According to the book Bacharach by Michael Brocken, the Tijuana Brass were offered a TV special and the director suggested Alpert sing a song. Alpert contacted friend and label mate Bert Bacharach to ask him for a song. Hal David actually rewrote some of the lyrics at Alpert's request. Quote, he wanted to do our song on a TV special he was doing. It was a song he was going to sing to his wife, and the lyric was not quite appropriate for what he wanted to say. He asked us whether we could change it so it would fit what he needed, and I did. And he did it on the show and got a terrific reaction and recorded it, and it turned out to be a stunning hit. Unquote. After his solo number one hit, Rise, in 1979, Alpert became the only artist to have a number one instrumental and number one vocal single ever. Okay, and now a pair from Paisano.
spinning my dad's vinyl. by John Paisano, and before that we heard Slick, written by John Paisano and Herb Alpert. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. The Tijuana Brass was the most popular instrumental band in the world during the 1960s. Herb Alpert had 14 gold albums and Rise went platinum. Well, that's what happens when your song gets featured in a popular daytime soap opera by the name of General Hospital. His last release was 2021's Catch the Wind. He is 88 and still going strong. And I remember how the beat of the brass was most definitely the beat and sound of our house while growing up. So I absolutely love listening to this group as often as possible. So cheers, Dad. We miss you terribly. But thanks for leaving us all this great music that I get to share along with stories about you and the family. And finally, this isn't exactly Texaco-sponsored entertainment.
Thanks for the Memory, written by Leo Robin and Ralph Ranger, and of course made famous by Bob Hope. And in case you didn't get the reference, his shows were often sponsored by Texaco Gasoline. And there you have selections from what was at one time the most popular instrumental band in the world. So thanks for tuning into Volume 129, Brass's Beat for Father's Day, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 130, Bing's Hit Parade. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. (laughs) 